welcome to the Dark Femme Power podcast. I am your host, Capricia Richards, life coach and sensuality breakthrough expert for high achieving women. On this podcast, we talk all about how to step into your full sensual feminine power as a powerful heart-centered woman. We have intimate conversations about life, relationships, business, and all aspects of what it means to be a feminine woman. Let's go ahead and get into today's episode. Hello, my loves. Welcome back to another podcast episode. So it is currently, y'all, let me paint the scene for you. It is currently raining outside. I'm here in Dallas, Texas. It's raining outside. It's a Monday afternoon. I should have had a cup of a cup of tea right next to me, but I don't. But in a perfect world, I would have had a cup of peppermint or lemongrass tea right next to me. And it is just such a cozy, yummy, delicious day. I've been working on something that's oh, so excited to share with you guys. And I've also decided to do a entire podcast series on basically my journey on creating this thing that I haven't revealed yet, but basically the journey from start to end. And I want to make sure that I'm doing my part in sharing with you guys more of the journey on what it takes to create something that is influential and long-standing. So I'm really excited to share with you guys what that is. So excited. Okay. So in this podcast episode, I wanted to do a breakdown of my four stages of dark feminine archetypes. These are my four stages of dark feminine consciousness, four stages of the main stages of evolution that I have found that most of my clients go through, right? Most women go through these four stages. And I really want to break down how, you know, we tend to show up within each stage in our businesses, in relationships, in friendships, and in our lifestyle as well. And this is going to be such a great tool for you ladies to use in order to track your progress and to understand where it is that you are on your journey. So like I said, there's four main stages. So they are the princess, temptress, heir, and queen. If you Google these, you will not find them because I literally came up with them. So let's talk about the first stage or the first archetype. This is the princess. The way how I describe the princess is this is when women are are in their wounded, feminine. So when a woman is in her wounded feminine, she doesn't know what she doesn't know, right? And let me kind of paint a picture of how this tends to look in 3D reality. So the princess tends to have a lot of drama around her. The princess tends to take a lot of things personally, like everything affects her very, 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 very deeply. Typically, she is kind of afraid to speak her mind and she notices that she she can have emotional mood swings. What I mean by emotional mood swings is that she tends to stay very quiet. She has learned to stay very, very quiet. And then at the last minute, when everything has kind of built up, poof, 
it's it she blows up i definitely remember in my journey you know when i was in my teenage years like early 20s definitely being in that space right because at that stage we don't fully understand how to process our emotions right we're still kind of under this cast of what we should be doing and with the princess she is kind of in that era where she's like like pushing against society's like viewpoints she's pushing against authority like she's just very in that in that energy of like it's everything out there is why my life is the way it is okay so that is phase one princess now stepping into phase two this is the temptress now the temptress this is where um most women are when they find me this is where most of my clients tend to be is in this stage so the temptress she is now waking up to her patterns her triggers she's starting to be able to recognize when she's being triggered when things are affecting her she can now see it um this is usually where a lot of people will start to go to therapy people are starting off their their spiritual journey they're starting their personal development journey and they're in this space of just soaking up all of the knowledge that they can get and what tends to happen in this stage is that this this woman gets so consumed with learning and learning and soaking up and how can she fix herself and soaking up and soaking up and soaking up that her behavior kind of starts to become I wouldn't I wouldn't use the word staged but it's not embodied right it's kind of like she's trying on different hats she's reading these how-to books you know from these brilliant authors and she's following what it is that they're telling her to do and it's kind of like she's playing dress up right that's the best way to describe this kind of level and because of that what will happen is that the temptress isn't fully secure within herself this is where a lot of women will attract a lot of emotionally unavailable people because now that she is starting to understand that layers to us there's reasons why we act the way that we do you know she's starting to to understand that and because of that she can almost start to make excuses for other people and she gets into the space of trying to heal everyone right oh i under i understand like no worries i got you and she can almost get into the space of disrespecting herself now what will often happen is that when a woman recognizes this, right, and we call this being quote unquote too nice, she will tend to go to the complete opposite end of the spectrum. And now she's trying to become a bitch. She, you know, is trying to be manipulative in her relationships. She's learning all of these different techniques on how to get men to do what it is that you want them to do. Very much in that controlling energy right and manipulating manipulating the system so that things can work out in her favor 
Again, the temptress, she knows a lot of information and can spit it out, but she hasn't embodied it herself. She wants to have ease. She wants to be that woman that can relax and allow her her energy to work for her and allow things to be magnetized and attracted to her. She just doesn't know how. Another thing about the temptress is that she often plays this role of the love and light, the spiritual goddess, woo-woo, all we need is love kind of thing. She is negating her darkness, right? She is negating her darkness because she remembered where she used to be and she doesn't want to be there anymore. And so she's like, let me just be all love and light, everything is good, we're all good, everything is love, right? But again, it's she hasn't allowed space for her darkness yet, and so eventually that's going to erupt on her, all right? And the last thing that I want to say about the temptress is that this is where a lot of women tend to, number one, they are really crushing it in their work, in their businesses, in their careers, they are climbing the corporate ladder, they are freaking girl bosses. This is the girl boss era for most women is the temptress. And so because of that, she is very, very independent. She feels as though she has to do everything on her own. Um, and when it comes to dating, she pushes away high caliber men because of this hyper independence and she doesn't recognize this she just thinks it's because oh you know i'm too successful that's why men are intimidated by me i'm more masculine than him i need someone to match me and my masculine energy i need someone to out masculine me so she's very much in that kind of energy and she doesn't recognize that she's literally standing in her own way <laughs> so this is the temptress this, this is phase two and like i said this is where most women are right um this is where most of the women that i work with i'd say 99 percent of the women that i work with they are in this stage when we start working together and by the end of us working together um depending upon which containers they've joined how long they've you know been with me they will quickly transition into the third and eventually the fourth stage. All right, moving on to stage three, which is the air. So the way how I describe the air is the air has awakened to the fact that life gets to be easy and she is ready for that she's now receptive to that. And this is the biggest difference between the temptress and the heir is that sometimes the temptress, you know, she'll say, I want ease, I want ease, I want ease. And then a lot of times she gets in her own way and tries to make things harder than they need to be instead of just doing the thing and, and letting it flow, right? The temptress, a lot of times, she needs she needs an answer for every little thing. She needs an answer. <laughs> Whereas the air is really starting to understand 
not only duality of life, she's understanding that there's nuance in everything and that sometimes you just don't need the answer for everything. Like life, life just literally gets to be. So again, the heir, she has awakened to the fact that life gets to be easy and she's ready to go there. She is aware of her patterns and she does the daily work. She does the daily inner work. It's no longer about, let me show how, let me show people how smart I am. You know, let me go ahead and rattle off all this information that I learned about in this book. Instead, she's now tuning back inward and doing the work on herself so that she can be an embodiment of it. When you are an embodiment of something, you don't need to talk to people with words. People will literally just come up to you and be like, what are you doing? (laughs) Right? Like your family, your friends, people that know you, people that don't even know you will just come up to you and be like, I want what you are on. Like, like what is it that you are doing? Because the energy is just so magnetizing. Another thing about the air is that she is starting to reintegrate her dark feminine back into the picture. Okay. So she's learning how to step back into her sensuality. She's no longer afraid of that. She's doing the deeper healing work. She's, she's clearing that trauma out of her womb space. It's no longer about mindset work and mindset shifts like the temptresses are used to. The air is now actually getting into her body and releasing all of those old pent up uh, wounding and trauma that gets stored inside of the body And she is allowing herself to release that way. And this is how you release things from the root is you have to get inside of the body. And of course, this is what I do with my clients. Um, The thing with the air is that because she is now so incredibly self-aware and because she like knows she knows, you know, where it is that she's heading. She knows her ideal self. She knows her higher self. She is so crystal clear on all of that. She is great at catching herself and she's also the hardest on herself when she messes up because she knows better, right? Let me know if you resonate with that one. So with the air, a lot of times these clients, they just need a lot of support They need a lot of um, confirmation that, hey, you're on the right track, keep going. You're on the right track, keep going. You're on the right track, keep going, right? And eventually she will catch herself faster and faster and faster. So another thing with the air is that she, she is transitioning out of being, you know, Miss Independent. And so in her relationship, she's now aware that, okay, I need to allow the masculine to have his role more or have their role more, and I need to step back a little bit more. So she's aware of that and she's practicing that, but she still finds herself trying to jump in, trying to, nope, I've got it. And so she's in this kind of thing where she has to monitor herself, right? So Um, yeah, the air is such a great space to be in 
And eventually, the way how the air will transition into this next level, which is the fourth and final stage, is just through continuously doing the inner work, doing the daily work every single day, being an embodiment every single day, having that high-level mentorship, coaching, community in her corner that can allow her to continue to keep going deeper within herself so that she can be more embodied within herself. All right. And let's talk about the fourth and final stage, which is the queen. So the queen is the fourth and final stage, like I said. The way how I describe the queen is the queen is fully embodied in her new beliefs and her new way of thinking. The queen has completely meta-updated her entire blueprint, her entire nervous system. She is unrecognizable to the people in her life. And y'all, this happens really, really, really quickly. <laughs> like really, really, really quickly. I have had clients who have worked with me for six months and they are literally unrecognizable by the people in their lives to themselves. Something that I always do um, with my clients is that I'll always like on our last call, I'll always go back to their very, very first session that they started with. I'll always go back to like our first session notes and they will always be like, who is that? Like, that is not me. That is not me. Like they look different. They sound different. Their energy is different. Their embodiment is different. What they're attracting is different. Like their whole entire world just completely shifts. Okay. So again, with the queen, she is again, like I said, fully embodied in her new way of thinking, being, feeling, and her new beliefs. She does not have to think about anything. She doesn't have to think about how to attract a man. She doesn't have to think about how do I get him to do this. She doesn't have to chase clients in her business. She's not living for other people. She's not dressing for other people. She's just in her own world. And she's so incredibly, she's a whole vibe within herself. (laughs) People literally just love looking at her, being in her presence. And that's enough, okay? When it comes to limiting beliefs, she's able to shift out of those very, very quickly. Something that you'll also notice is her vocabulary is completely different. I'm so fascinated by um, language and words and communication, and I've studied that for many, many years. And something that I always explain to clients is being so incredibly mindful of the words that you use, right? So I'll give you ladies an example. Two words, two words like, I'm so triggered. Taking that sentence and transforming it into, wow, that activated me. Wow, that was activating. The vibration that those two sentences give off are two completely different things, right? And so something that I uh, teach my clients is how to increase the vibration of their words, their sentences, literally everything about you, you wanna upgrade it, 
okay? So the queen is masterful at that. She no longer, again, thinks about it. It's just something that she naturally does now because she has been practicing and embodying it over time consistently, okay? Um, the queen understands that her energetic frequency is precious. Let me tell you some, some qualities about the queen. The queen is ruthless with her time. I'm going to say that again. The queen is ruthless with her time. She takes inventory on where she is leaking energy, where she is, you know, maybe she's staying on the phone for hours and hours and hours with her girlfriends, or, you know, maybe she's been hanging out with, with her partner a little bit too much and kind of neglecting her, you know, her self-care and stuff. And so she quickly reels all of that in and readjusts, right? Because she understands that as, as the feminine, your energy is everything. Your energy is literally your currency, and she does not take that lightly at all. So a lot of times when people that aren't necessarily in their queen level, it can feel really activating for them to be in the presence of this woman. And it can feel maybe like, you know, she's being a little bit mean. She's being a little bit uh, too much is what a lot of people might feel being in her energy if they're not there yet right? And it's just a new way of thinking and being and feeling that she has adapted that allows her to attract higher quality. Her being is medicine to the people that come into contact with her. A huge shift that happens when you finally step into your queen level is that you recognize that you literally give people currency by them just getting to be in your presence, by them literally just getting to be in your energy, literally. Like you could just be standing in line and the person in front of you and behind of you just got something because of you being in that presence, literally. So she understands that. This is why she is so, you know, ruthless about what is entering her system, you know, what she's ab ab absorbing into, into her life, into her system, the people that she has around her, because she understands this. All right. Another thing, the queen, when she walks into the room, everyone just notices. You can tell the difference between, you know, someone that's like really pretty and a beautiful woman, and you couldn't just help but to like notice. And then the queen, like when the queen walks in, you'll know because you'll find yourself saying, wow, her energy, her energy is so captivating. Her energy is so mm, delicious. Like I can't, like, I can't take my eyes off of her. Right? So that is how you will know. She has this very like mysterious energy about her. She doesn't have to be the loudest in the room for you to hear her. She is great at listening. And when it's time to speak, she, you know, is eloquent in her words and she can absolutely deliver in a really eloquent and delicious way. Her business, the queen usually has a wait list of people wanting to work with her, ready to work with her, 
any kind of offer that she puts out, people are just ready to, to chomp at it. When it comes to men and dating, she attracts high quality men on the daily, on the daily, literally just walking on the street and the grocery store. She doesn't necessarily have to go out looking and searching for them because again, it's just who she is. And so it calls it, she literally magnetizes it towards her. Okay. Men treat her like the queen that she is. And it's not by accident. She has done the work to be able to view herself as being worthy of having this. Her problem, it's not about attracting high quality men anymore. Her new problem is about sifting through her roster and deciding who she wants to be as her match, right? A lot of times um, women in their in, in the queen typically have multiple proposal offers because they have a really strong roster of um, high caliber potential mates. All right, ladies, so that was my four stages of dark feminine consciousness or my four dark feminine archetypes. I would love to hear from you. Go ahead and send me a message. Let me know that you listened to this episode and send me a DM of where you think you are based on these four levels. I would love to know. Also, go ahead and share this episode with a friend. And as always, I love when you guys share this podcast on your stories and tag me. This is a really great way to help other women who are really needing this information to get access to it. So, all right, guys, I love you so, so much. Thank you for listening, and I will see you on the next one. Bye.